and then we go back down and open. She walks in. <laughs> like, oh, this is awkward. Fell for that. <laughs> We're all stupid. All of us. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chris. And today we are going to talk <laughs> some more about Road to SI and how amazing and awesome it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we got some great Reddit posts, as always, and then listener questions. It's going to be a fun show. First of all, the patch is coming out. New patch. Tomorrow. Well, actually, I guess it's yesterday. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it will have already been deployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one with the Kavera changes, the Clash buff, the MP5 changes, and the Kaid uh, ADS time change. Correct. Along with a bunch of random bug fixes and stuff. There was also something in there about um, shields, uh, hit like hitbox when you look up and down being desynced or something. Did you see that? I did not see that. There was something, though, that was in there that was new that wasn't in the TTS. Something major. Oh, Nomad's thing. Yellow light yeah, on Nomad's air job. Yeah, yeah, so the yellow light on Nomad's air job, like while it's, before it's activated, it'll blink yellow until it's actually had the activation after the activation delay. That was confusing right. how I said that. Yeah, so what it says is yellow light on Nomad's air job will now blink during activation delay. So they wrote I, it very well. Did it used to just be solid during the activation delay? Yeah, it just delay? used to, yeah. And then it would change to green? No, it was just yellow. Oh, so you maybe it was just nothing. I think it was just yellow the whole time. So it's but not it wasn't active. It's always yellow. Yeah. So now it okay. Blinks. So now you have some indication of when it yeah goes. Correct. That's fine. Okay. That's good. <laughs> uh, here, here's what I was talking about. Uh, in under bug fixes, the shield collision box is not synced properly when the player looks up and down. Oh, interesting. So I don't think that's like the big fix for shields that we're needing, but it sounds like that's at least one sync issue. Yeah, it's getting fixed. Something. So that's good. But yeah, I'm excited for this patch. I'm really, really excited to see how Kavera plays after this and also Clash, especially since you've been playing Clash more again recently. Yeah, I, I really have. So that's, I, I love Clash. I also love, let me read this before I forget about this bug fix. So the they fixed the replays at the end of round where you, when people are crouching, going up and down. It just looks instantaneous, so they okay. fixed it. That they missing frames on crouch replays on yeah, end of yeah. round replay and death cam replay. So that's been fixed now, which is nice because it was very annoying. It made the QEC spamming look even worse when like they were crouch spamming, and it was just like instant up down up down up right. down. Right. So cool. That's good. So we are two weekends into the Road to SI playlist at this point. Uh. I like it even more after week two than I did after week one. <laughs> Somehow. It's so freaking... Let me... Okay, one thing I actually love about it that I don't think has been talked about enough is the challenge that goes along with it. So the first uh-huh. one was just destroy Jones. Like, that wasn't really that big of a thing. This right, one was the destroy one gadgets. Had. So it's like, they're just challenges that are different, right? They're not the same challenges that we just see every well, single week no, that are we boring. we see these same things. No. We, yeah, we definitely have seen, like, destroy... It's destroy Jones. Oh, I guess attacking. We've seen, like destroy, destroy, we've seen destroy gadgets. operator gadgets. Yeah, to celebrate whoever's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I mean, we definitely seen this before. Uh, so yeah, 
I think you are strong. But <laughs> we'll see what the next one is. But I feel like it was a harder challenge than because it's only for like three days and it's 30 of them, you know? Right. So it was something you had it to was think diff- about. Yeah, it was something I actually had to like, we were done playing on Sunday and I went back right. and played like two more games to finish the rest of my right. And even kills. me like being a Thatcher oh, 15, main, actually. Being a Thatcher main, it plays a lot of Thatcher and I was playing a lot of Twitch too over the weekend. Like I still, I didn't just get it. I had to like yeah. actually think about it and try to. Right. Try to get it, but um. So yeah, that that that's fun. It's fun to have a challenge that is actually something you think about, other than just like, okay, so I guess I'm playing. Yeah, I just, uh, these operators. Most of my club challenges, I just add them and then I forget about them. But it turns out I just got them all anyway. Right. And like, oh. except for the one that's be like, play eight rounds as a Spetsnaz, and you're like, oh, yeah. I forgot to do that. Play two rounds or as Vigil and Dokabama, and I don't have any of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's like I don't know. I just I love challenges that are actually challenge challenges. You know, like mm-hmm. a challenge. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be, right? Turns out. Not just activities in-game. Like, that's that's what they are right now. They're just activities. <laughs> no, like, right now, it's literally just... For half of them, it's either, like, just play Siege, and yeah. you will get it. Get and, seven kills the submachine gun. Like, what? Right. And then the other half is just, like... Because I normally go around with my pistol. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to remember how to pick my SMG this time, guys. <laughs> well, then there's those ones, right? Where it's, like, get, get seven kills with a handgun. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, it happens for me when I play Valkyrie. Okay, yeah, so I mean, and, and like if you play a lot of the people who have like backup secondaries that are actually like good weapons, something, yeah, as opposed to just like the just semi auto pistols, then sometimes you can get it, or like if you play a lot of shields, you can get it, but like, or when it's like get seven melee kills, it's like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> nope. I so, use Valkyrie's Diggle so much. I love that gun. It uh, It's pretty wicked when you're like are rounding a corner on somebody, especially with Valkyrie specifically, because Valkyrie's guns are. Not great. Yeah, her other one, it's steady. Like, it's a really steady gun. Yeah, well, the MPX it's is just, good for range, I feel like, but mm-hmm. it just the damage output no, is not good. Pretty the, low. And the fire rate's pretty low, too. Yeah. It's sort of like, like Castle's Ump. Like, I wouldn't want to round a corner on somebody with that. You know? Yeah, no. Um, And her spas is good, but who's using that when you could be using the MPX? Yeah. No. So... Anyway, I like Valkyrie. Yeah, Um. but yeah, just the SI freaking playlist... It's just so good. Like, there's something about just, like, having that smaller pool of maps to play with that just, like, really gives you the opportunity to actually learn these maps, right? Like, we've got these maps like Villa and Coastline in there that are not really new. Villa's been around for, what? Two seasons. Two seasons? Yeah. So, that's, like, six months, right? That we've had Villa and, um, and Coastline's been around forever for, like, a year and a half or something like that. Um, Actually, I think I know Villa better than I know Coastline. In all honesty, and Villa's a lot. Be- I don't know the basement of Villa very well. Yeah, the basement. But I feel is like a whenever mess. I play Villa, I always roam like a lot more than Coastline, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot more comfortable on Villa. But like to the point where I kind of like it now. But I also feel like I we get Villa more than any other map. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. Maybe it's just because it's the one that I. I think it's the one that stands get. out to us. Yeah. in this list. Um, but yeah, just like being able to play those more consistently, like. Because, like, Coastline, I was pretty comfortable on already, but, like, I feel way better on it now as far as, like... Because, like, I I used to know my way around, mm-hmm. but now I feel like, okay, I, I know, like, a good way to attack this objective. Or, like, I actually am seeing where our defense breaks down on this objective because we've played it several times in a row. Right. You know, versus, like, oh, we always lose on that objective, so we don't play it because we always lose. Now it's like, okay, we're, we're seeing it enough, and it's, like, back-to-back-to-back with the defense the way it is. And so it's like, now we're seeing it enough that we're actually seeing like, okay, here's where it breaks down for us. And here's what we can fix. And like multiple times we've done this on several objectives where it's like, okay, 
do that again, except put an impact hole here, reinforce that wall, mm-hmm. and move that evil eye over to this side. Yeah. And then we've gone and won. And then right. we've said, okay, now we'll keep doing that over and over, and that's something we can replicate. And then we'll win 50-50 or whatever, and then we like, we'll just keep finding ways to make it better, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. that's actually super fun. Right. Like, for, like it's, it's like building a magic deck, right? Or like some other trading card game deck, right? Where it's like, okay, I have this great idea for a deck. I'm going to build it. And then I go and play and I realize like, oh, I don't have nearly enough like mana or whatever for this deck. Right. So it's like, okay, well, if I, if I want this to work, I either have to like take out some of these expensive cards and replace them with cheaper things or I have to mm-hmm. put more mana in or whatever else, you know, it's like, that's what's super fun about those kinds of games. And that's what we've been missing in Siege is like the ability to like sort of min max things and like try right. to find ways to like make your general idea work after having been able to practice it. Yeah, attacking too. Like, well, just because I mean, you don't get to attack the same site multiple times if they win. Obviously, if you lose, right. But with the lower amount of maps in the pool, the opportunity to get that site again is much higher. So, like the one, I feel like the site that I am the worst at attacking is consulate second floor mm-hmm. bomb, like consul office and whatever that party room is lobby. I think is what it's called or something. Uh, conference room, conference room, conference room. That's what it's called. We call it the party room or meeting room, maybe. One of those. Anyway, yeah, that's it's the, the party room, and this is why you guys, because it's got that like spinning, like yeah, red, disco green, ball yellow in there. light. Yeah, like I don't know what that's supposed to no, be. No idea. <laughs> I've never paid enough attention, but like, yeah, I, we should look at that and there. see what the freak it is. Maybe it really is supposed to be. They have the table knocked over and stuff. Like maybe they were really having They're a really good party, partying. good time. But that's the one like they don't know how to attack at all, and it always yeah. happens on constant. Now we get constant more often that I am actually like, starting to learning, starting to learn how to attack it. Yeah, better. Right. So, yeah, we had like um, on coastline, we've always struggled attacking hookah. Like we, we would always try to do the thing where like we'd put a Monty up on that balcony door and like try to just get an implant behind him. And like that mm. works sometimes, but like people have gotten pretty good. I feel like at holding that down. Yeah. Um, especially like with how you can shoot it from below with like a pulse or something like it's, it's actually pretty easy to defend that if that's like the strong push that you're going for. Right. And so we've learned like, okay, like here's how we can effectively attack like coming from the other side and then have like one or two people giving pressure from that side. And just like, we finally figured out, okay, like if we just go down into this hatch into the showers, that's like almost always safe. And like, it's a good way to get in. You can drone it out easily beforehand. And then we like have like their angles locked down so they can't rotate through that hallway anymore. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly like now we're in control. Of what's Wait, happening are you talking here. about? Oh, hookah penthouse. That's one objective. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and did, did I ever not? Did I not specify what? <laughs> no, 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 no. You just said who can. I was thinking the other one, which okay. is uh, uh, penthouse. Okay, wait. Maybe I don't know what you're talking about. What's the other objective in penthouse? It's penthouse and what? Penthouse and theater. Okay, so you're talking about and then hookah lounge and the one by the aquarium. I don't know what that room's called. The one that has like the pool table in it. Mm-hmm. No okay. Way. Uh, it yeah. has like the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay I know what you're talking about so that but that one doesn't have the bathroom hatch no no that's what I'm saying so we would drop into the shower hatch of the other objective oh, the other objective and then push and the then hallway. push through that way because then you can sort okay. of like you can close down the second floor and then I you can you. lock down the hallways and then you really only have to worry about somebody coming up from below yeah right because um, you have the hallway locked that down. one the flanks happen on coastline all the time because it's so, it's so easy there's always a way down there's either a hatch or you jump mm-hmm. down the courtyard right right. So, like, I remember we were playing that objective, and you guys had died, I think, doing that. I don't know how you guys died. I assume you did, because that's where the diffuser was. And I remember just, like, it was me and someone else left, and I was glass. There was, like, a minute left. So, I just, like, I moved up to it, and then I, like, you guys were dead. So, I started running through, 
And like I killed one guy and then another guy that came after me. He was being dumb. And I was like, what an idiot. I shot him. And then I started like running around the courtyard. And another guy jumped down over the courtyard and like ended up killing me. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like they were du- they were playing stupid, honestly. Like it uh-huh. was a stupid play. Right. The smart play was to stay on objective or on diffuser. Right. Because it was it was 2v5 now. It's 2v3. Right. So like that was a dumb play on his part. I wasn't expecting it. And he ended up killing me because of it. But I mean, good on him. He won. But still, I was like, this map, like, you can just get around so quick with that courtyard. Yeah, it is. No matter where you are. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Speaking of dumb plays, uh, freaking use your headsets, people, and turn on voice chat. Because we had this dummy who totally lost a round for us, and we ended up losing the game. it, It wasn't his fault. It was the game voice chat was broken. Oh, I thought that he just had it off or something. No, he said he, he couldn't, couldn't hear, hear us. us yeah. Because, okay. Because, there, yeah, there's some bug that seems to only be in the SI playlist. It's right. We're like, it might be in the other ones. No, I, well, I don't know. I haven't played the I other guess ones. We've, yeah, we've been but playing since the other SI ones. came out, that's when I started noticing it. Right. Um, where push to talk is not working on PC, at least. Mm-hmm. Push to talk is not working. So it's like, obviously, yeah. we can all hear each other because we're in Discord. But it like, works if we have a fourth, I don't know. We don't know what triggers it. Every once in a while, it works. But then, like, randomly, it will just stop working. Like, it could just be in between the rounds. It just completely stops working. Yeah, and it's really weird. Um, and it's not like for everybody in the lobby. It's like it'll stop working for a single person. Mm-hmm. And they can't and then, hear or talk to anybody. Right, and then like you have to like, restart your game if you want yeah. to work again. But anyway, like moral of the story, we were down to a two-on-one with like 15 seconds. No, two-on-two, I guess, because they had Monty and somebody else, and you were Clash, and he was some Vigil or something. Mm-hmm. You had Vigil. So it was a two-on-two... And like we, I downed Monty with my, I was hitting Monty like the whole round with my electric shield. I finally downed him. Right. And then the last, so it's a two on one with like 10 uh-huh. seconds. Right. And you're like, just stay back. Just, just don't die. I'm clash. Like I got this. I'll just, I'll hold them down. Mm-hmm. They can't plant. Just don't die. And then he runs in and gets shot. Yep. And of course, she just starts sprinting at me. I can't slow her down enough. She manages me and kills me. Right. Like that's no, the, I, that's like the one situation is clash that like you can't do anything about when no. it's one on one and they're too close. Yeah. Cla- people. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later. People say clash is OP one on one. She is not OP one on one. She does not win one on one. She never wins. If Only, you're clash yeah. and you're shocking someone. And you're alone, you're screwed. All you they have o- to do is sprint at you. Right. You only win if they misplay it. Right. That's the only way you win. Mm-hmm. Or or if like if you're able to get behind something and get your gun out and surprise them or something, right? right? But like you have you are at the disadvantage in a one on one against Clash. If you're if you're Clash, you're the disadvantage. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. People that like there's the problem is you don't know if there's someone with Clash or not. Like there could be someone behind a wall. So either your your options are go at her now before she gets back up, mm-hmm. or run away and just don't deal with it. Right. Like move. Mm-hmm. don't try to fight her if you don't know if there's someone with her. If you know there's not anybody with her, then just charge at her. Or use your freaking utility because almost all of the operators on attack have something that yeah, will like have something. take care of her. Right. You know? like Be careful with Claymores because Clash will just walk in front of them while you walk <laughs> yes. in front of it. I was waiting to do that the other day. I got killed doing it. But I've done it like two times successfully. Is that on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah, check Chris's YouTube channel, Just Hello, with three O's on YouTube. He's got, got an amazing highlight of, like, tricking funny. people into a Claymore. It was pretty great. Um, what was I saying with that, though, before we talked about Clash? Oh, just that guy. Yeah, so the problem is Pusha Talk just wasn't working. But it was very frustrating, because it was, like, 10 seconds left. I had her. We were playing. We were defending Penthouse. Mm-hmm. And so she was, like, behind the bed. She had gotten an objective behind the bed. 
And so like I was just holding her behind the bed and she didn't have the diffuser because Monty just dropped it. And so right. she was like stuck behind the bed and he just decided to peek from the other objective. He was like, dude, just stay in there and lay down. Yeah. Like just literally just run away. Like I was telling him, run away, just run away, just run. Like 10 seconds left. Yeah. And, I was like, and, and not only did run. he peek, but he peeked with a secondary. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. It's so stupid. I just, I, when you're, when you have a clash on your team and she's telling you not to peek someone, just don't do it. Especially when there's just a few, like she knows, she can see. She knows what they have. Right. And if she's saying it's not safe, just don't do it. Then don't do it. Right. Like you win rounds with time. That's when Clash is really very helpful. Yes. The very, very end. Play the clock, people. Play the clock. Okay. Like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was very boring. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, I, I that wasn't even they, really a good example of playing the clock. No, they didn't to really be play the clock at all. <laughs> <But> <laughs> there was no clock playing going on. Tom Brady was playing the clock, right? He was just, he was just saying, I'll score at the end of the game. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's what happened. Win. <laughs> and then I guess that was very frustrating. That was, the ads weren't even good. There, I okay. I really, really liked the NFL ad for like the oh the Hall of Famer thing or whatever. Yeah, it, it was. I think it was like a celebration of like a hundred years of NFL football or whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever it but is. Like that one was pretty funny. It was very good. I, I went back and watched it again like twice to like catch everything, and like they, it's just like a reference upon reference of like famous NFL like plays and players and all this stuff. And it's just like. It's so, so good. It was a very, very good commercial. Yeah, that one was probably one of the best ones. I mean, then it, like I, we had a Super Bowl party, and it's hard. it was hard to listen because half the people there weren't interested at all in the game. Right. And so they were just talking the whole time. And it's like you couldn't really hear any of the commercials. Right. Which was kind of fresh. I mean, it was fine, but... But just like, based yeah. on that I haven't seen anybody talking about any of the commercials, yeah. really, I no. feel like it was kind of disappointing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that Super Bowl was kind of lame. I was very disappointed that the Rams missed that field goal at the very end. I know. I was. I just really wanted. That would have at least been something like some right. like. Okay, this game. Something could happen in this game. I, w- I was really wanting the Patriots to miss their field goal. Okay. Because or wait, because wait, no, what's yeah. the final score? Thirteen to three, right? Thirteen to three. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the Patriots missed theirs. So yeah. The Rams I was gone really wanting them to miss that field goal, and cause I didn't really care who won, to be honest. Yeah. But I just like it would have been so awesome in the last four minutes if like they were driving to to tie the game, right? Yeah. Instead of like driving with basically no chance. Yeah. So anyway, back to SI. So the other thing that I think is getting like more interesting, the more that it's around is the pick and ban. Mm -hmm. So like the first weekend, it was pretty much just like, okay, we're either going to ban lion or blitz. And then on defense, we're just going to ban Kavera. Yep. Kavera echo. If they ban Kavera, then yeah, we, I guess get echo or sometimes we would get somebody else. Something random. Yeah. But like this time just like being more comfortable with it. And like the thing is that like Blitz Blitz and Lion have never really been a problem for us. Like we've I, never Blitz felt has like... sometimes. Sure. There's that one time that I wasn't here, but Blitz went into you guys in Chalet <laughs> and killed like three of you. He was just in the objective, nobody was shooting at him. This was before the Blitz buff where he could sprint and, and everything at the same time. Like this was just like vanilla Blitz. And he wrecked our entire team in the basement, like of Chalet by himself. Just because they were dumb and weren't paying attention to anybody around them. <laughs> we need to try that blitz rush in Shelly, just down those main stairs. Yeah, just go straight in. Just straight in. Actually, no, have I someone did that, shoot the front door uh, for you and just sprint straight in. I did I think I did that just like with Thatcher or somebody, and like just going down those main stairs actually works really great. Nobody expects that. Yeah, you're like it's super surprising Especially how well they start pushing garage. Mm-hmm. It's a good play. Yeah. Um I'm gonna try that next time, but well, we won't be playing Shelly for a while because it's not in the Right, and we only They're play SI at this point. We only play on the weekends because SI is out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, 
what I was saying basically is that like we've never been like, oh my gosh, we have to ban Blitz, like or we need to get Blitz out of the game. He's so broken, or right. or like Lion either or Blackbeard, like any of the common bans on attack. We've never really felt that way. Mm-mm. Um, and so we started to like just think about it a little more about like, okay, we know now what we do on these objectives because we've practiced them enough because we're right. playing these maps enough. Right. So now let's think about like, how can like we make our strategy work here? Like who can we get rid of to make our strategy work? So we, we did that on um, clubhouse. So on clubhouse, we've talked about this, you know, clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about this before, how like on the um, bedroom objective, we like to do the castle on those two windows with the mute jammer. And like, if they don't breach it, it actually works really, really great. The problem is mm-hmm. that Ash has picked in 80% of matches, right? right. And so we, we figured like, wait, let's just ban Ash. Yep. And then they can't open it. Like unless they have a Zofia, which they or very sledge. rarely do, or Sledge, which even if they have a Sledge, it still burns time because now he has to actually come up to it and hit it mm-hmm. versus her at the like, very beginning. Right, <laughs> she spawns and just goes boom, boom. Um, and I don't think they ended up breaching those no in that they round? won us the game the last guy was mailing the castle objective that one time yeah so the like, castle it was super cool just to see like okay we can just ban somebody that what are we have a problem with called? kevlar uh <laughs> i don't know i only use them i don't read the description we always call them castle barricade i just can't remember what they're actually called i have um, no idea i'll uh, look it up while we're talking anyway but yeah, it, like it was just cool to like actually have strategies in mind because it's a smaller pool and then like being able to say, okay, we know that, that this particular operator is a problem for our strategies here. And then like too, like we've started doing the castle in the basement on Clubhouse where like we'll castle off the ladder room and it's like really great because the the um space underneath the door is just right to like to try to get them. Like if you're crouching, you've got like a really great angle on them because of like the two mm-hmm. steps there. And so, like, it it really just locks them down in that room. But obviously, if they have Ash, it's just not a problem. Right. Right. And so, like, it's super cool just to, like, be, just say, like, okay, Ash is a problem specifically on this map. So, we're going to ban her. And then we're going to win. And it doesn't affect us because we never pick Ash anyway. Right. Or, I mean, I play Ash quite a bit. But, like... I do, yeah. But it's just not a problem because I play everybody. Like... <laughs> you really... I was looking at stats the other day. Ryan's, like hours for all those operators are like pretty evenly spaced out between like 15 of them there's definitely like yeah there's like my top two like my thatcher and my rook probably are just like pretty far above everybody else but then like after that there's probably half the operators that are like around the same amount of hours yeah and then there's the ones that's just like i played them like twice and i was like eh, nope sorry ying you're never gonna be my operator. Yeah, mine are pretty. Uh, there's a few that I play, and all the other ones are pretty low. Like I have 61 hours on Doc, and then the next one is Valkyrie at 26 hours. Yeah, and then everybody is under 20. Yeah, that's crazy. Capcan is climbing. He's at nine right now, but he was at five not too long ago. Yeah, my Maestro's got to be moving up. I mean, he's like yeah, still he's pretty at like 17 new, but... right now. I think he's still like five or six down, but it's because you play everybody. Um. What was I going to say with that? So like, oh, they're called armor panels, by the way. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, armor anyway. panels. Come armor on. panel deployed. Okay, wait. Why did they start renaming random gadgets? Like they rename. Like, have you noticed on the HUD, like when you're um, spectating somebody? So you know how like it'll show the name of the gadget and like how many they have or whatever. Like they renamed Ashes. What they used to call it, like a breach round or something. Breaching round. Yeah. They renamed it to Slither. 
What? It's like the dumbest thing. And they renamed somebody else's too. I can't remember who. I do who's. not remember. I do not say uh, Oh, well, Monty's, they renamed LaRock, which oh, is yeah, actually pretty good. I did see that. That's pretty funny. That's actually I saw pretty that good. recently. I was like, did they rename that? And I just, I never said anything. But like they renamed Ash's thing to Slither. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's dumb. I don't know what that's about. Uh, I think there's some other ones too. So if you guys remember what they are, uh, write in and let us know because I can't remember. But it's very stupid. It's very stupid. That must be some reference to something. Yeah. Anyway, you're talking about banning people. Um. Yeah. Just the pick and ban. I. I just love. I also just love being able to ban Kavera all the time. Yeah. She's always banned. Well, I mean, obviously we always pick her when we're Bye, playing. But Kavera. like, I feel like when so they had that post about like the road to SI discussion or whatever, and everybody in there says that they see Kavera or someone else banned every single defense. It's always Kavera and someone. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> nobody turns out nobody likes playing against Kavera. It's Deal not that it. we necessarily think she's super overpowered. She's just annoying. She just sucks. She's so frustrating to play against. It's right. just like, I, no. I got, uh, I got into an argument with, with I, was, I was solo queuing an SI, and I got into an argument with my team because I wanted to ban Kavera, and they all wanted to ban Kaid. And I was like, I didn't like say anything. I was just like, Kaid, why? And they're like, oh, it's a way better ban than Kavera. Way more useful. And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, makes sense. Look at your rank. <laughs> and like going off about how great they were and all this stuff. I'm like, but nobody plays Kaid. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Kavira's easy. Just drone. Just roll with the team and refrag. Yeah, and I'm so like, what he says. Yeah. But like, it's easy. Like, that sucks. She's still got you. But She's also, like, just, just don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Because Kaid's not going to be a problem. I'll tell you that right, right. now. Kaid's like, never a problem. No. If you have Thatcher or Twitch, which you normally have most of the time, and they're not, not picking Kaid. Well, Let me tell you, Kaid, yeah. They're not picking Kaid. They're picking Kavera. Yeah. And she's just annoying. I just don't want to deal with it. Like, the problem with Kavera is if it does work for them, that's really bad. Because yeah. an interrogation really sucks mm-hmm. and it really ruins your attack. Yeah. So, yeah, she can be a problem. Yeah. And then it was funny because at the end of the round, I was at the top of the scoreboard and I was like, yeah, it turns out I'm not that bad after all. Am I suckers? <laughs> Bunch of plats. Think you're so great. Um, Speaking of plats, we played against plats the other day. They're like plat twos, a couple plat threes, and we beat them. Yeah, we did. Like it was a good game. Mm-hmm. They were definitely good, but we beat them. And that felt pretty good to yeah. know, like, okay, yeah, our rank is not showing how good because they were trying to. They weren't being dumb. Like they were right. trying. Right. And we ended up beating them. And they were like plat twos. So, like, our rank is not at all what. 100%. We, we run into issues with the map pool being too big. Yeah. Right? And definitely like, part of it. And Huge like, part of it. I've 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 said this many many times. Like I don't think I'm super super good at siege, but I think I'm like a, I'm a I'm a passable player. Like I'm pretty good, and I think that my rank is too low based on how good I actually am at the game because there's all these variables. It's just like okay, I'm a gamer dad. Like I've got like six hours a week to play siege. Yeah, that's not enough time to catch up on like four maps in the past year that like I've only played a few hours because they never come up. Right. You know, it's just like it's it's just not feasible to do that and so it's just like you're you're basically like penalizing me for not having enough hours to put in for the new content that you're mm-hmm. churning out that's not even good yeah <laughs> most m- of the new maps aren't good no people don't like most of the new maps no i, I saw people complaining today about hereford base the new hereford and i'm like that's surprising me because i actually kind of like that I, one i like hereford is it's one of those confusing ones for me where it's like i like a couple of the objectives mm-hmm. but i don't really like the map overall as a whole and I don't feel the map coming together as a whole either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. um, sort of the canal where like 
like I I really like the third floor of uh, control Coast center control center. I really like that. One. I like the second floor over there, the map room, and I even like I like CG two also. Mm-hmm. But like, just like the whole map doesn't really come together as one cohesive thing, and I don't really like the map in general. I just like playing these specific areas of the map. Yeah, you know, and so like it's just it's kind of lame. And then I really wish that old Hereford was back. It's I think it's a Reddit post I'm going to bring up later, so we'll get into that later. But I uh, I want them to. Well, I just want the cafe rework to come out quickly. Because I just I really do like we know cafe. that's happening. Yeah, they accidentally they announced it. They announced it in the patch notes on accident oh. and said cafe rework, and people were like, "Wait, this is cafe rework?" And <laughs> cool. like, oh, <laughs> that's actually supposed to be for another patch or whatever. Good. Like, it's not ready. Um, I hope I hope they don't mess up the stuff that's already good. Yeah, no, I, I hope not either. I already like cafe how it is. Honestly, I like yeah, cafe the, a lot. The, the bakery could use some work. Right, the bakery is a really difficult one to defend. Right. Um, they just need. I think they need to move those bomb sites. Yeah, I don't know where else you'd. They have to change some of it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know what they do. But I just I do like that. I like that map a lot. So I just hope it comes to the Rose Desai playlist. Yeah. So random. I just I was looking at my stats because we were talking about it. Castle's actually my second most played defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Because like I know that Castle's not really that good, but I just like to play him. But um. I'm actually not too bad with them because I and like I've played him mostly recently. Like I played him a little bit when we when the game first came out. We played a lot of casual, but like mm-hmm. mostly recently, it's been that I'm playing him a lot, and that's been like almost entirely in ranked. And my win loss is one point oh nine, and my kill death is one point oh five. So I'm positive. Yeah, which he's a, he's a little less than all my other top operators who are actually like one point five or above, mm-hmm. or like kind of around there, one point two fives, like in that area. But uh, but he's positive. So good for little Castle Boy. Good for little Castle Boy. You know, he's he's doing it. He's getting it done at a slower pace, but he's getting it done. He is getting it done. You know, not to not to rain on your parade, but my kill death castle is two point five two. Yeah, how many hours do you have? Three. Yeah. <laughs> Win loss one point six seven. Try that with twenty five hours and then tell me. Okay. Um anything else you want to say on SI? Um No. Okay, it's great. Ubisoft, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, <laughs> just make this ranked. Make this ranked. Okay, here, here's what I want. Uh, Road to SI should replace ranked 100%. Mm-hmm. Just that's the new ranked. Yep. Um, casual should get the current ranked rules, uh, including the shorter round time, except keep best of five. Yes. Casual. Yes. Um, obviously no like leaving penalties or anything like that because nope. it's casual. Uh we'll see other no pick and ban. Yeah, correct. Um and I think they should switch to the like play two attacks, play two defends, and then an overtime mm-hmm. that's random. Same. But yeah, like this is what the game should be. Oh, oh, and for maps and casual. Every single map in the game, including Bartlett, including Favela, including Old Hereford, put them all in casual and give us the five map pick and ban. Just do that, or just like a three map vote. Yeah, just like just give us give us a short list of maps, give us like some way to choose between them, and then it's like, okay, yeah, like probably people aren't going to pick Bartlett very often because most people don't like Bartlett. But like when it's been six months since you played Bartlett, and you're kind of like, you know, I kind of like to play Bartlett. Then you vote in Bartlett and you play Bartlett yeah. and that's fine. You know, or if you just want to play house every time you see it come up, then you'll play house every time you see it come up. 
because your teammates aren't idiots and they also agree the house is amazing. Yeah. That would, it would be nice to have a way in casual just to pick your map. It would also be really nice to have a way in casual to vote for your spawn. It would also be nice to have a way in casual to, you know, like have shorter round time. <laughs> have yeah. a way to play good siege. Yeah. Shorter siege, good siege. So it'd be nice to just like end like a couple ranked matches like, oh, let's just do one more casual and we done. Like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I do kind of like about the Road to SI right now is it's just, like, it's a cool way to play CG and you don't even have to worry about your rank at all. Yeah. Like, it's still, like, it's not casual because of how competitive this, like, game type and scene is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is just because it's, like, there's no rank with it. So it's just, like, and people are leaving and stuff. It's just not a big deal. It's it's just nice. Yeah. I would love for that to be ranked and I'd love for some of those things to go into casual without pick a man that should not be in casual and without uh there's something else kill cams should be in casual for sure speaking of kill cams i love that there's no kill cams my problem with it is there's no point to not have kill cams because they still show you that splash screen of exactly where the guy is that killed you yeah sometimes it can be like a little uh, ambiguous you know yeah. you're just like oh that just looks like a wall of this map i don't really know exactly right. but most of the time yeah like it's pretty like, clear like, oh, oh he's on soda machines yeah right it sucks it's like there's no like what's the point of taking out the kill cam if i can still see exactly where he is and i'm not right. saying like you have to get rid of like showing their health and who killed you and stuff just change the screen so you don't see exactly where they are you know like yeah if you're gonna take out the kill cam like you may as well keep the kill cam at that point there's no there's really no reason also, sometimes I really like to see how I got owned. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd owned like for a way to watch it at the end, for sure. Yeah. But just for the sake of keeping the game, like Search and Destroy in Call of Duty, they don't have kill counts. Uh, yeah. That's, that's correct. true. Right? Uh, they used to when I played Call of Duty 4. I don't think they do anymore. Yeah, I don't think they do. I'm pretty sure there's no kill counts. And there's no way to see. You don't get to see, well, Call of Duty, you heal, but... Like, you don't get to see their health or, like, anything like that. And I'm fine seeing their health. I'm fine being able to say, like, oh, he's weak. Like, I'm cool with that. I just, I'm not fine with being able to know exactly where they are because you died from them. Right. Because that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some Reddit posts. I think we actually have some really good ones this week. So these posts came from r slash Rainbow Six. And these are just sort of just the best posts that we've seen throughout the week that we think are interesting to talk about. Um, can I start? I, you know, I will allow that, Ryan. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to start with the one that already came up, which was uh, from Mr. Sir Zer. Uh, he says, can we please have this version of Hereford back in the casual rotation? And it's just a screenshot of old Hereford. So I guess what I wanted to bring up with this was like, what, like, how do you think they should handle old maps or unbalanced maps that like they've removed from the rotation? Like, should those just be available for private matches or should those like just stay in casual all the time? Like, what do you think? I'd be fine with the system that you explained earlier with it still being in casual. So like in casual, but give us some way to choose whether or not right. you want to play it. Right. I just, I mean, at the same time with like some of those maps just aren't good. Like honestly, favelas just isn't good. Right. Like, yeah, I, I just don't it's have just any fun on favelas. Good. And so at some point, it's just like, well, if we get favelas, we're just going to leave. Mm-hmm. We're That's not exactly going to spend 30 minutes we're playing not gonna a map play, we don't like. It's not 30 minutes, like 20, but... In casual? Gonna, yeah. With those long round timers? That's a good point. But I mean, they're four minute <laughs> round. Like, there's only four rounds. 
four or five. They can be five. Let's say there's five rounds, four minutes each. So at maximum yeah, so time, 30 seconds 20 in between to pick ops and then loading. Plus the time. Yeah. It could, so it wouldn't be, it, it probably wouldn't be 30 minutes. minutes, but like, but it could get up there. 20, 25 minutes. I feel like they should be like 15 to 20 in all honesty. Uh, like the, the time it takes to play a game should be 15, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Casual. Yeah. And it would be if the round timer was three minutes, because mm-hmm. at max, that's 15 minutes of game time. Right. Rocket League's got this right. Their casual and ranked is the exact same thing. Yes. Exactly the same. No difference at all. Right. Which I think Rocket League is a little bit of an unfair comparison because yeah, it is such it is. a simple game. It is. Um, and then they also have, like, they have, they have different game modes, right? Which I don't understand why Siege isn't really doing that. You know how Rocket League has all these different game modes. Mm-hmm. Um. But then every time I think about it, I'm like, but what other game mode in Siege would I actually find interesting to play? Yeah, right. I just, I, I just want Road to SI. That's all I want. Like, yeah. once you get that in permanently, I'm not going to play anything else. No. I, and I will be playing that all the time. But maybe other people all will. So maybe that's time. what it's about, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd be fine with having the old version of Hereford. We've talked about this before. Hereford broke when they changed the time you could be outside because you used to be able to go so if you remember old hereford there's stairs on the outside of hereford of like that go from the bottom to the third floor just like there is now Mm -hmm. but before there was five seconds before you were detected outside and so you could run from the third floor almost all the way down to that basement hallway right and kill people before you were detected right or if like you could go take a break in the second floor you know you could you could reset your timer and then go down right now with a new way you couldn't even make it to that second floor without getting detected right especially if the doors were closed yeah then you were screwed there's no way yeah no way at all and so it was like it just broke hair for because that was a way to get around the map at Mm -hmm. least in second like set of stairs Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't exist anymore yeah um so somebody had a really really great comment about this um, his name is Nethlam on Reddit. He said, I think the rework ruined the whole point about the map. Hereford is a tutorial map. It's pretty much a big box in the middle of a big field. Easy to memorize and not overly complex. Just right to get people used to the gameplay of a destructible environment without worrying too much about learning the map because you can mostly imagine what was above or below you without too much effort. The map's theme fit perfectly with that. You felt like running through an actual training setup for some special forces military unit. The only thing missing was a big tower to train repelling. After the rework, it feels like a dark, confusing maze, making it that much harder to imagine what's currently above or below you. Sometimes less is simply more. I think that's super, super insightful about like what made yeah. original Hereford so great. It's specifically, was that? And it's the same thing that we love about House. It's just like it's so simple, right? It's a box. Like right. you get to the corner and you recognize where you are because that's the corner of the map and it's just a box. Right. It's not shaped in any like particular way, right? And right. like, and there's one set of stairs, and it's just like it's a perfect landmark of like where you are because this one set of stairs goes from the basement all the way to the top, mm-hmm. right? Those those three maps that came out in the closed beta, Hereford, Consulate, House were very simple, very easy to learn, great way to introduce people to Siege, right? And uh, like I'll say, Consulate is way more complex than House or Hereford are, mm-hmm. but even so, like each floor individually is pretty straightforward as to how it comes together. And it does have big landmarks like the spiral staircase. Like when you see spiral staircase, you recognize where you are and and like you sort of link everything back to how it connects to spiral staircase. Mm -hmm. At least I do. And it's like, cause that's just, it's just such a big, like obvious landmark that um, really helps like to anchor the map. Right. And open beta, there was canal and I know how there was a Hereford, a concept that they removed. I think it was console. I think it was, I think console is removed. It was house Hereford and canal. Yeah. That's correct. 
And it was Canal. I remember like I didn't like it first at all because it was just confusing. It was one of the first maps that we saw that was like didn't really make sense. Right. And it's like and two then, entirely separate buildings. Yeah. And then Oregon and Clubhouse came out and I hated both of those. Oh, we hated them so much. Because they were so, so confusing. Yeah. And there was no good way to learn them because voting was out of casual. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, ugh, I just, I hate confusing maps. I hate confusing just in general. Right. Because uh, always again, we said this last week, but the whole, what makes Siege awesome is like understanding the map and like playing to that, like playing mm-hmm. to what you know about the map and how it comes together. And when you can't do that, Siege loses all of its magic. Right. All of it. Because the gunplay in Siege is not fun. Like, it is, but that's not why I come to Siege. If I'm wanting good gunplay, I'm going to Call of Duty, I'm going to Halo, right? Like, maybe even yeah. Battlefield over Siege. Yeah. Um, and that's just not why I come to Siege. And so, like, if it comes down to just having to outgun another guy on like in random hallways that I don't know what they are, then it's not interesting at all. Right. I think, I think Halo is probably the game that I would go to over for good gunplay in general. That's one that's like... That's so good. There's no... Well, depending on which one you choose. Yeah. Because in Halo 2, it aims for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There's the Call of Duty you can... Now, now, Call of Duty, the new Black Ops, I was like just watching some gameplay recently. They're like freaking armored to who knows. Like they're wearing stainless steel over their body or something. <laughs> Those guys take so many bullets before they die. It's like, yeah. holy freak. That was yeah. not Call of Duty before. Yeah. It used to be like maybe like three shots. Like an M16 would kill someone in three hits. Oh, yeah. If you didn't hit him in the leg. Right. And so like now I should clarify, pretty much any time I bring up Call of Duty, I'm actually saying Call of Duty for yeah. Modern Warfare. Like that's, yeah. I just don't finish it, but that's essentially what I mean. Maybe like Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1 is pretty good. Um, But now it's like the Call of Duty is like, they have so much armor. And it's like, I, if I was playing this game, I would have stopped shooting at that guy forever ago and moved right. on. Because he should be so dead. Yeah, he should be so dead, but it's just not the case. Anyway, Halo is like just such a good like... Five shots for a kill. Like in Halo Reach, it's five shots. Four to take down the shields and one for the headshot. Mm-hmm. That's the kill. It's like, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. There's such good gunplay. There's so much, I don't know. Anyway, Siege is good though. But like, even like Bank, like that's kind of a more complex map, but at the same time, it's still basically a square, right? It's right. still easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Like you have those skylight stairs. That's a good landmark for you to have. The basement isn't super simple, but it's simple enough. Like, it's more complex than the maps that we had had before. Right. But going into it, it was like, oh, this is the bank. This is the vault. Right. I think, I think one thing that's like super strong about bank in the basement particularly is that like, like, so like the vault area itself is like, it's pretty like ancillary to the actual map. Right. Because like, oh no, 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 no. I played okay, the vault. I know. I know, I know. Basement. I know. You, you drop over by the vault and you use it to flank and yeah, that's great. But like in general, not much is usually happening no. in the vault because no. to get there, you have to go through a hatch if you're an attacker, mm-hmm. right? Like, or, or like if you go or through you the have elevator to like or something, like you really front. have to sneak around and get there. Yeah. Um, and you're really going out of your way to like not go to the action, but to go like behind them. Um, but what I'm trying to say is like the main action obviously happens like in that office and CCTV area and like where the garage meets up and then the stairs. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's the part where it's kind of complex. Like how, like there's a bunch of rooms there and there's like lots of turns and everything. That's where it's kind of complex. But then like where it's like more ancillary back in the vault, that's super straightforward. It's one big room. Right. Right. And you're not trying to like, you don't get back there and get lost in a bunch of doorways that like you can't remember like which way you're going and you right. get lost. Those basement. Right, or yeah, it's Villa's amazing. basement is like that, or like um, some areas on the new Hereford are like that, where like mm-hmm. you go through a doorway and you're like, where am I? 
And then you find some stairs, and you're like, which stairs are these? Yeah, the stairs look just like each other. Yeah, they need they need to do something about that. But like, I, I think I think that's like a super underrated thing that's super strong about it is like this area that you just don't get into very much is like instantly recognizable, and you can see right from the beginning to the end of it. You know, mm-hmm. like I think that's super good. Yeah, I love just everything in bank. Like wherever you are, it's like the main lobby's giant. And it's like, okay, it's a front desk. Okay, he's in the teller's office. Okay, he's in that giant room with the cubicles. Oh, Mm -hmm. he's in the vault. You know, like, he's by the elevators. Right. It's just so nice. And it's like... Everything looks unique. Dude, freaking elevators. I... Okay. This is random. But the other day, I had this class on the fourth floor, and I I went up all these stairs. And I was like, that really sucks. Like, I'm out of breath now. And then before I went down, I was like, I'm just going to take the elevator down and be that weird person. There was like a few people waiting at the elevator. And we're all like walking in. There's this girl like standing right in front of the elevator, like right in front of the doors. And she's not moving. I'm like, what an idiot. Like move. Like the doors are open. Walk in the elevator. And she's not moving. And so like we're all like getting around her. And I'm thinking about this she's, whole like, time. on her phone like, or something? Yeah. She's like looking right. at her phone. But like she, obviously she can see people like trying to get past her. I'm, like get out of the, Like go in the elevator. Like why are you standing there? So we all get in. The door closes. I'm thinking like this girl's so stupid. Like what an idiot. And the elevator starts going up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. <laughs> the elevator's going up. So we go up a floor and pick someone up. And then we go back down and open. She walks in. <laughs> like, oh, this is awkward. Fell for that. <laughs> We're all stupid. All of us. Like, seven of, seven of us got in, like, went up before them, went back down and picked her up again. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like oh she probably thinks we're all so stupid and i'm here thinking like oh she's such an idiot that's so awesome anyway that oh, was very random elevators but back to bank i just love like oh he's by the elevators right like just so simple stuff like that that helps you understand the map yeah like newer maps don't have that kind of like oh he's in the mansion room right yeah yeah, yeah like, these new but, maps is it's like i don't know and they he talked about with they talked about with uh fortress that it was supposed to be easy to know where you were because half the map was like the suite and half the map was like the infirmary or like the armory or yeah. military base i haven't ever really noticed any no difference. not at all and they're like well they built it around an area that was very central i assume that was the courtyard but it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't make sense it's just huge and it's random rooms and giant and you don't know where you are yeah you don't recognize any of the rooms no the the contrast between the like high tech area and like the old historic area has never like stuck out to me when I'm running through the map, not once, not at all um anyway, yes, old Hereford should come back somewhere in the casual rotation, and you please give us some map choice, please, oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, what do you got? My first one is by mohammed zero seven zero underscore title nothing wrong here it's just the average aim of any console player there's another one i lost the post but it's titled so much skill can't wait for this to be fixed both of them are videos of qec spamming Mm -hmm. the the thing with both of the videos that i've i've watched is even so one of them's a player on console but he's using a mouse and keyboard Mm -hmm. and it's like obviously he's using a mouse and keyboard like that's not cool but even me using a mouse and keyboard i could not have hit that shot no way in heck like he just peeked a corner and somehow started shooting, like, knowing he was there while he's, like, going back and forth. Like, no normal person with their mouse and keyboard is hitting that shot at all. Mm-hmm. The keys are bound to something else, not bound to Q&E, and there's some sort of macro going on. Right. Because the, when the screen moves, it's, like, perfectly moving back to the center of the screen again. And it's, like, that's not, it's not natural. Mm-hmm. Something else is going on there. So, the people are using macros, which is really the problem. Right. It's not the QEC spam, because you try to QEC spam while you're actually playing, it's not easy at all. 
it is not easy. Thing I mean, to I do. think you could find a way to make it work if you bound your controls to like yeah. some specific thing. True. But there's macros going on. That's the problem. Oh, absolutely. And the other one I saw was on PC and it was just, again, a very like obvious, like turned some random corner, like ran up some stairs, turned a corner and like shot this guy way outside. It was like, I didn't on my watching this guy over and over and over again. I still don't even see the dude when he shot him and got the kill. Mm-hmm. Like first headshot. I was like, I didn't, I don't even see him. Like, I don't know how this guy was able to see him and get that kill. Yeah. Like that's pretty impressive, honestly. Right. And, like, it's just annoying because it's, like, it is a problem and it is stupid and people are learning to macro this kind of stuff, which is, like, why it needs to be fixed. It's good that they're addressing it, right? Like, yeah. they've, they said they're working on something, they have, they're prototyping something. And what's good about this is if they do it at, at this level where they're going to do some sort of cooldown or, or, like... I would love a cooldown. I would not... I don't think you should punish a player that ducks once or twice. Like, I think that's a good no. tactic when you turn a corner and you, like, crouch down and start shooting. Like, that's normal. That's... Yeah. Completely natural too in real life. Mm. I would say so. Like you turn a corner and someone's shooting at you with a gun, you probably go down. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I don't think that's a tactic that they would ever do in real life, where they're no, rounding a corner, and they do a squat and stand back up. Like, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah, no, probably not. I mean, but like playing airsoft. I mean, that's not saying that's the same as like a marine <laughs> shooting a gun, but like playing airsoft, I would do that. Like turning a corner, like someone's right there. I would, like, drop to the ground and, like, start shooting at him. Sure. You duck. Like, something fast coming at you, you move. <laughs> like, you move. get out of the way. Yeah. But it's good they're doing that because that'll fix right. both macros and just, like, people abusing it yeah. uh, without any technical assistance. So I think that's good. That's good. I am excited. To see and I'm fixed. sorry, console players, because, man, that looks awful. The people that are playing mouse and keyboard on console, like, that's just not cool. It's really just not cool. It's really not. It like, needs to be fixed. It's, it's not. It's not with Microsoft. People keep saying like, "Oh, that's Microsoft's problem because they're the one making the adapters." It's like no, because there are some games where you maybe do want to use a keyboard. Like there's some games like uh, right. If it's like an RTS that you're playing on a console, maybe exactly. you'd rather yeah, yeah. have a keyboard. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. RTS and then um, MMORPGs. Sure. That people play, they need to type to each other. Like people use keyboards for that. So like, there's games where t- keyboards are needed. So the adapters are fine. Right. The problem is that siege isn't allowing it to be used in their game right which is not acceptable yeah okay i've got one more um this one will be quick so this was this is actually a tweet that was posted by somebody else but so the tweets from sebastian at stranger Stranger with the the bat i don't know if this is like somebody who's known in the siege community or something but he has a suggestion for nerfing shields so he says how to nerf shields make the make c4s stick to their shield and if detonated the shield operator falls on the ground like if he got hit by an air jab what do you think about that because right now the problem is like they used to be way too weak to nitros Mm -hmm. right and then they got this really really good buff where the shield could defend against the nitro right um but now the problem is it's super easy like even if you're trying to pitch it behind them it's super easy for them either just to back up far enough or to like turn their back to it Mm -hmm. when you try to detonate like it's it's pretty actually rare that you catch a, seed, a good shield player with a nitro these yeah. days. And so it's almost like, okay, now we can't stop them again. Yeah. I actually like this idea. I think it would be way cool to like stick it to their shield and make them be yeah. blown back. Like Right. And then there's like yeah. this, it becomes this cat and mouse of like, okay, now if I'm the shield, I want to stay really close to you. Right. Right. Because I, I don't want you to be able to nitro, detonate nitro. You're going to blow yourself up. And I have to make sure you die soon. Because if you don't, if you find a way to get away, or if you're far enough away, like, I'm going to be in trouble. You know how funny that would be if, like, you kill the guy, but, like, the nitro's still on your shield. And you're like, this guy's scary. <laughs> yeah, he's running around the beep, 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 beep. 
it's like it's like, like it's like when somebody tosses a nitro and it lands on the floor or whatever and you kill them before it goes off i still always shoot the nitro just because it, it's just like too scary yeah it's it's just like it's really just like etching on my nerves i just can't handle it uh, i was sitting there i uh it'd be kind of funny to have like the guy run away but you still have the nitro on your shoulder you're like shooting to your team like shoot it off me shoot it yeah. off <laughs> shoot it get off. it off get it off like or, the, or uh, you just rush the other defenders with it and they'll be like super scared true it's like the uh the other day when we were playing we were playing road to si last weekend and someone threw a c4 at taylor while he was planting and I shot the C4 out of the air while he was throwing it over the bed. That was amazing. Was like, oh. <laughs> it was so good. Yes. We won that round too. Were you intentionally shooting at it? Yeah, I was. It goes to what I heard like. it. I heard it. I heard the like the sticking velcro. of it being thrown. And I was like, oh, here we go. That was pretty awesome. People didn't think it was that cool apparently on Reddit. And Taylor but... with the stones to finish the plant instead of like mm-hmm. stopping. Instead of like stopping because of the C4. Oh man, the stones. We got to get Taylor on the podcast sometime because we, we uh, reference him quite often. People need to hear the Taylor. Okay. Anything else from Reddit? Uh, no, there's nothing else that I have from Reddit. Okay. Let's get into listener questions. So these came in. I actually didn't check Twitter this week. So if there's anything there, we'll catch it next week. But um, these came in in our Discord channel. So we have a a channel specifically dedicated to podcast questions. You can join that discord and hang out with our awesome community, play some siege with some really good players and some fun people. Um, you can find that link in the show notes or also on our Twitter account, which is at R six unrenowned. Um, you can also send questions there on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, but let's get started with these questions. So this comes from gaze of miracles on the discord. So here's a screenshot of the main menu, like with the road to SI decoration. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm sorry, but who in the hell Adobe is okaying these horrible menu graphics? Yeah. I think they're funny, though. Like, they are. They're kind of dumb. But at the same time, it's just different than, like, the same picture you see all the time. So it's yeah. just kind of... Honestly, I think else. they're just having fun with it. Yeah. I don't think they... they be, like, it's going to be a weekend or whatever. Like, uh, it's not... This is, like, this is the official, like, Parabellum yeah. screen chart, right? It's, like, right. they're just having fun with it. They're doing, like kind of funny faces on the operators just like having fun with it so i think it's actually really cool i think uh they need some good menu music i haven't like, paid enough attention to the menu music it doesn't exist that's oh, there's why none? and there's some oh. but it's just not good if you listen actually this this season if you listen to it for long enough like past a minute i don't know if you ever did this i told you to do it it starts sounding like cod 4's menu music oh and it's yeah, getting pretty it. good but like every big game that i can think of when i'm in the main menu it has good menu music like all the halos mm-hmm. have really good menu music all the call of duty is actually have pretty dang good menu music yeah rocket league has good menu music oh my gosh rocket age of empires has great menu music yes. and just music in game starcraft as well yep like all the big games i've played have good menu music and Siege just doesn't battlefield, have it battlefield three and four have really great menu music yeah they well you don't really have menu because you're server browsing but like while yeah, the map like, is loading yeah, yeah yeah it does have music though there is music mm-hmm. in battlefield it's good it's just like Siege just doesn't have it. It's just not there. The the first season was really good. They're the very like at launch. I like the launch. Do one. you remember? I do, yeah, I remember the one I'll, that starts I'll, at the beginning actually, of our podcast. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, I'll I'll put in a, a short clip of it here.
yeah, if you didn't know, actually, that our our podcast intro and outro is is a remix of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. So I would I, say I it was like amazing, though. It wasn't as good as other games. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's that good. I, I think, think it's, it's good, really but I don't think it's. I mean, it's no Halo soundtrack. Oh, not at all. But that's like that's arguably the best soundtrack ever made for video games. So yeah, Halo's pretty dang good, actually. Yeah, Halo's really good soundtrack. Yeah. Also, the Last of Us menu music. Well, actually, all of the Last of Us music is really great, but like the menu music is really good. I haven't really listened to you it. You need to play The Last of Us. But yeah, I, I, like those pictures are just funny. Like it's cool. Yeah, it's I cool like by it. me. I like. I actually do like when big companies or corporations make a joke out of something. Like they have the platform to do it, mm-hmm. and I just love it when they do it. Like yes, yeah. we're going up to McMuffin two three one. He says, "What about an operator that had to say welding goggles and was immune to flash grenades and a blitz shield?" I think like the problem with it is it's just so situational. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you'll have enough opportunities to like where that's something. Yeah. So like maybe there's something there, but it needs more than just that. I mean, that's basically Ying on on defense, right? Yeah. Except that Ying has the nine bangers. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I can't think of you'd have to do something else there. Whether maybe it's like some sort of targeting HUD or something, and it also has that, or like I don't know, but um, it would be cool, but it's just not enough. The Gold Maniac 4, what's your guys' favorite Easter eggs in any game? Mine is in a Halo game. I think there's a dash perk or something that can't be used in the story mode, but somebody figured out how to use it, and the caption said something like, dash, wait, how'd you get this here? So I actually don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't remember that. It could be in like Halo 2 that I just haven't played that much. Or in like one of the later Halos or something. Yeah. My, my favorite is in Halo. Obviously, it's at the end on the Maw in Halo 1. You can, there's like one of these turns when you're on the Warthog that you can turn into and there's like a grunt in there and he's just talking. Just yeah. talking about random stuff. He starts oh, he talking about his name. dinner and stuff. What's his name? Um, Dang it. Oh, okay, I'm going to look this up. Keep talking about him. <laughs> starts the G, I think. Yeah. But that that's probably one of my favorite Easter eggs is just like the talking grunt. And there's a lot of them on Halo that are like little things you can do, like different corners you can turn in. There's some that are like, there's like a letter somewhere that you can see if you do a certain thing that's like the letter of like some developer's girlfriend or something. Yeah. Like those aren't that cool, but I think the talking grunt's pretty good. Yeah. I think his name starts with a Y. I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure he has a name. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about this. Um, I also think there's a lot of really good ones in the Halo games. Um, sort of depends on how you define Easter eggs, but like the terminals are super cool and fun to find and like the skulls are really fun. And then there's like the secret music cue. So there's like certain spots in the campaign where you can like, you like it's you, there's a spot that's like difficult to get to, but if you stand there to like trigger this like hidden music track, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's like achievements for that in the master chief collection and stuff. Um, also like Halo reach had like dolls, like master chief dolls and like Arbiter dolls. Do you remember that? And they'd be in some of the multiplayer maps. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. It was in, and like a Cortana doll. I think it was, only in the anniversary playlist or something. I'm not 100% sure, but, but I, they were cool. And they would yeah. like make sounds if you shot them or something. They would like say things, I think. I can't really remember. Uh, and like the blast cans that unlock achievements and stuff. So like Halo is really good with like hidden items and Easter eggs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the Force Unleashed, uh, you came upon a carbonite. Um, freezing of Jar Jar Binks, which is oh, pretty good. Cool. 
So I like Jar Jar Binks and Carbonite. It's really good. Uh, also, I haven't actually played this game, but in The Witcher 2, there's like the assassin from Assassin's Creed that's like in the... Bro- there, he's like a dead body that's like in a broken pile, uh, like a hay bale. Like so, there's like a hay that's cart, pretty it's like funny. broken, and like he's like in the hay and like dead on the ground. That's pretty <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, what's the other one I was thinking of? Oh, and um, in Super Mario sixty four, when you get one hundred twenty stars, Yoshi goes up on the on the roof, and you can get up there, and like there's like a cannon that pops out, and you can go up and like talk to Yoshi. That's cool. pretty cool. Oh, the, um, the other one on Halo, it's not really an Easter egg, but just when you finish the game on Legendary, you have to finish on Legendary. Oh, yeah, yeah, It shows the Elite and Sergeant Johnson talking, and they give each other a hug like when they yeah. blow up. Yeah, every Halo game has like a special ending for Legendary, which it's is pretty cool. Which is really cool. Um, lots of those like Nintendo 64-era games had really good Easter eggs, too. I can't mm-hmm. like remember specifically many of them, but there's a lot of good ones. Um. Oh, like in Mario Kart, how you could, um, Mario Kart 64, you could get to uh, Princess Peach's castle on that, that one stage. Like you could just turn off the track and drive over to her castle. And like, it is like the exact same as in Super Mario 64. Really? You could like drive around it. It's yeah, pretty cool. That. It would have been cool if you could like actually drive inside. That'd be yeah. like way cool. But you couldn't do that. But yeah, lots of good Easter eggs in games. Games are very good at that. I, yeah, I love Easter eggs. Stuff like that's just good. It's funny. It's back to that like whole like you had the platform to make a cool, funny thing, like do it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Next one is from Steel Switch. I heard this idea from Core Ross. What if Clash's shield wasn't see through? In other words, her shield was a one way mirror like Mira. She can not only block holes, but blocks a line of sight into the objective or hide a teammate that is posted right behind, ready to peek around Clash for a kill. So you're the Clash player. What do you think? Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting, like to have a clash that you can't see through i don't think it's like necessary at all like i think she's fine what and if she could turn it on or off like the see-throughness mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool would, like would there's there someone behind you and you flash not- i'm like oh look i have someone with me yeah would turn there ever be a reason to turn it off if like i mean i don't know but I mean, I what, so. what if it wasn't one way what if it was like both ways and so she could either like fog her glass or like unfog the glass i don't like that no no I think, like, the black mirror shield thing is, like, kind of cool. But at the same time, you're just, like, taking Mira and making Mira movable all of a sudden. And well, it's, it's pretty different from Mira, but I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually see it as being, like, that useful. I guess, like, it'd be kind of cool to, like, be able to block a door and block what's behind the yeah, door. Yeah, you don't know what you're seeing. I don't think it would be that useful in, like, hiding a teammate behind you because you'd have to be really in sync to not accidentally like show yourself i mean you just stand still you don't move i guess yeah if you're standing still that's a good shield player montana class you have to listen to the teammates behind you you cannot like don't start moving around because they're shooting behind you just stay still right you have to stay still right yeah it'd be, it'd be cool to see but it's one of those things where it's Test like server. that's an interesting suggestion but i i can't like think of how it would actually affect the game um this one is just a comment on that from Toronto Will. He says they can buff Clash however they want as long as they take away the damage on her shocker. Being able to injure the opposing team from 100% safety is game-breaking. She's a 1v1 nightmare, and she shouldn't be. I, I disagree. She is not a 1v1 nightmare. If you are Clash, if you're against Clash and you're 1v1, you win that fight. You just, all you gotta do is sprint at her and melee her. Like yeah. She runs out of shocking. It does 
20 damage to you. That's the most she can do before she has to like recharge it again. Before it's recharged, you're at full sprint coming at her. Mm-hmm. She's not really that good one v one. And the damage on our shocker is what has her not negative 50% loss, you know? Right, right. Wolverine1020 asked, what do you guys think about making Dokubi a three-speed? I play her as an anti-roamer because it's pretty easy to hunt down roamers with ringing phones. However, she's too loud, and I feel like I just get killed due to people hearing me coming. What are your thoughts? Love the show, by the way. Props to you guys. Thanks. Um, is there that much of a difference in sound between two and three speeds? I mean, I know there is, but like, like there is, there definitely is. It's not like huge, but there's definitely a difference in sound. Cause I mean like one speeds are like loud, right? Yeah. Like, one speeds are gong, gong, Yeah. Like gong, Rook gong. and Doc, like they're loud. Yeah. But like, I don't ever really like notice like intuitively a difference between like when I play Ash and when I play Thatcher. Yeah. No, I, I know it's I there. I agree. They're not, it, I don't think the difference is that drastic. But at the same time, like, Dokubi already, her gun already only holds 21 bullets. Like, that's hard. And then, yeah, like... Well, yeah, that, that's where I almost think, like, it'd be okay. Like, I kind of feel like Dokubi's pretty well balanced as she is. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think we need to tweak her too much. Like, I, I, think, I like the idea of putting a timer on the yes, ringer and stuff like that. Love that idea. Um, I'm so sick of that dumb thing. But, like, making her a three-speed, that instantly is, like, a, actually a pretty big buff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't like, I think that there's enough of a delay there and like them answering the phone that like, if they're deciding to stop to answer it, then that means you can close the distance and take him out. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's complaining more about the, uh, the sound than he is about like being able to keep up with them and find them or whatever. But yeah, I, I would, I would be fine with her being a three speed, but also taking off, putting some time limit on the phone. Yeah. You should be able to just keep your gun up and like. 15 seconds that's a long time right it should go away where i am kind of okay with her like maybe being a three speed is that she doesn't have an ar like she just has the dmr and the shotgun um and she does have the the secondaries that are automatic oh, weapons. yeah dokubi has got the dmr that's right so i'm thinking so like of, i was thinking way, of habana's gun oh you were thinking of habana yeah no i mean yeah. i was thinking of dokubi but i was just thinking of habana's, habana's gun. gun yeah um but like in that way she was not going to like replace ash or IQ, you know, or become like the next right. IQ, right? No, or whatever. no way. So I don't know. Like I almost, it's one of those things. Where it's like I don't want to mess with her because I don't think she's broken. So let's not try to fix it. Yeah. Next question is from Shedlock. We're reading this one because we, this is you need to go back and look at our operator ideas podcast. <laughs> this is exactly what we said. Operator idea. What about an operator whose gadget, throwable or setup, could produce noises for throwing off defenders or attackers? Kind of like alibi in the sense that it distorts your perception, installs time, or pulls individuals away from objective, or puts them on edge. The sound would affect both teams, but maybe the team who has the gadget would have a sensor telling them where the fake noise is coming from, etc. So basically, we came up with this one, a decoy. Yeah. Some sort of decoy that you throw or put down that makes noise, like gunshots or some sort of moving, rustling around that distracts the enemy team. Yep. Yeah, that was 100% we a think dude a we idea. came up It'd with, cool. and it, it's a it's a really good idea, um, but you should go check out that episode. I think it was like episode four or something. It was one of our like very first episodes, um, but we actually had like a lot of fun ideas in that one, so that's that one's worth going back to. Let's see who's next here. Just Unfriendly, who we play with a lot. He's, uh, he's fun to play with. You guys, join the Discord because there's some cool people there who will help carry you. Um, Just Unfriendly asked, I forget if you guys have already done something like this. If not, here's my question. Based solely on visuals and style, what are your favorite looking things in the game? Operators, uniforms, headgears, guns, skins, charms, maps, things like that. So that's pretty, uh, um, 
not vague, but uh, what's broad? The, broad, yeah. I uh, I think Ryan's favorite thing is probably Thatcher's helmet. Yes, Thatcher's Thatcher's headgear. Uh, yeah, the LED helmet. I don't know what it's called. But it looks like thing. the Tron thing. Yeah, that thing is so sweet. And all of the SES have really cool ones of that. Mm-hmm. But Thatcher's is like so good. It's so good. There's a meat one that looks pretty dang cool too. Yeah, I think. Um, my favorite. So my favorite charms i think are like funny stuff like random well maybe not let me let me start with my favorite like headgears i love montaigne's like headgear it looks like a boba fett headgear yeah montaigne has actually a lot of really good helmets he really does and that one's wake i own that one it's way cool i freaking love that i also love the golden desert eagle camo yes that's way cool yes and then as far as like maps go i like I really do like the maps. So I like snow maps, but I also like the ones that are like the dusty, like border, like border consulate kind of is a little bit similar, like in the art style, Mm -hmm. like in a way I like those kind of Middle Eastern feel. Yeah. Middle Eastern feel. I don't like fortress, but I like those kind of maps a lot. Like they just seem simple to me. Yeah. I I love them. Yeah. Um, on weapon skins, I really like Thatcher and sledges, uh, I never remember what it's called, but it's like the white and blue skin for their um Oh, LED I know exactly. It looks kind of like a Halo yeah, DMR. Yeah, it totally looks like a Halo DMR for yeah. some reason, which I can't actually find the Halo DMR that looks like that. But <laughs> like when I searched for, for it. For whatever reason, it looks like a Halo gun. But yeah, it totally does. I love Valkyrie's MPX has a skin called Compass. I like yeah. that one a lot. That one's good. Looks really nice. It just fits Valkyrie. Um, Just in general, I like the look of Maestro's evil eyes, just like, just as like a stock evil yeah. eye. Which would be nice if you could do like skins, more skins mm-hmm. on like gadgets and stuff. But like it reminds me of like the um, what are they called? The personality cores from Portal Two, like Wheatley, like you, like the little balls that like talk and or like the little AIs, right? Like it, it just reminds me of one of those in the way that like it's a big eye and it spins around and stuff. And it's like it's kind of fun. Okay, yeah. Um, I the more I talk about this, the more I just want skins and headgear and stuff that's really cool that I earn. Yeah. Like it can just be dumb, but I earn it, you know? I, I, yeah, I just, I, I love, love earning that. stuff. Like that's what Siege is missing. There is nothing you get for going up in level. There's nothing you get. Like you get renown. Like that doesn't do anything. Right. It's, it's all just like earn enough renown to buy the buy one you like. And it's like, no, like I want to, which is cool. Earn, like that's, yeah, that's nice, but I want to earn something. Right. I want, I want there to be something that says that I did a thing. Yeah. Right. I want to have killed a bunch of gadgets with my Twitch run and get some super cool Twitch uniform or Twitch skin where someone's like, oh, yeah. that guy's played a ton of Twitch. Yeah. We've talked about this before and I will keep talking about it because, oh, was that it? Is that the wishlist thing? Maybe it was. It could have been I that. I think you might or have challenges. Said that, it could have been one of those. It could have been challenges because we didn't talk about that. Challenges or unlockables. Or it been unlockables. I think it might have been unlockables. That, I that think was, that was it. Finally. If you don't know what we're referencing, we had a Santa's wishlist like four or five episodes ago and we forgot two things to put on there. And one of them we remembered and corrected the next episode, which was uh, map preferences. Nah, no, we definitely said that. I don't remember now, but we were correct on the next episode. And the other one I think was this was unlock it. Yeah. Unlockable skins and stuff. Last we- thing on that question. Um, as far as maps, I think coastline is actually like a really fun aesthetic, like sort of this like, yeah, coastline's pretty good. Uh, resort type of thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Trying to think of what um, my favorite. I think my favorite looking map. Console is just my favorite map. In I really Siege like in House. House is pretty good. Just looking. in general, like I, there's just something about like a yeah. like a suburban environment. Just a house. Yeah, that's in very video true, games, actually. like in shooters and stuff. Like yes, like in Call of Duty, is it Modern Warfare Three, where like the Russians invade and you're like 
you're literally like going through like suburban neighborhoods and like there's like tanks coming through and stuff and then you like get locked down in the gas station while like all the soldiers are coming at you and it's like a wave of soldiers you, you know? know i don't think i played modern warfare this? campaign at all oh, we should play it. it's fun really yeah actually does mod do call of duty doesn't have co-op campaigns now that i think about it no which is dumb <laughs> co-op campaigns are so good but you should play it um because it's it's really fun like it's mm. it's like a full-on like russian invasion of america that's and cool. so, like, you're, like, literally going through these, like, just neighborhoods that, like, you live in, right? Like, yeah. like where we grew up. And you're just, like, going through and and fighting. And then, like, it's, for some reason, like, that environment is just, like, fun mm-hmm. yeah. to play in. Recognizable. I think I, I think it's part of, like, it's, it's that, like, it's recognizable, but also there can be a ton of variety, right? Because you go from house uh-huh. to house, and each house can be, like, pretty different. But yeah. not in a way that, like, you're going to get lost in the next building, Right. Right. I do like stuff like that. I I mean, this goes back to like, we talk about like, stop doing some obscure mansion in some random place. Like make it something we recognize, right? These maps, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. an apartment building or an office building, just call it office. Like you can have plane house. Like those are maps that are consulate, right? Yeah. Like those are very basic maps that you just name it. You just name it what it, exactly what it is. It's so nice. Apartments, office, those could be maps. Yeah. Like already map names. Yeah. Chalet is also pretty good. Chalet. Like that's, it's a chalet, right? I do like how Siege has gone so simple with their map names. I think it's cool. Yeah, like they actually, I guess Fortress. Console. Like, you're not going to forget Villa. these names. Favelas. As opposed yeah. to, yeah, like... they are, actually. I, I'm thinking about them. They are very... Just exactly what it is. Coastline is kind of... I guess it's on the right. coast. As opposed to, like, Pipeline and Strike and... These are Call of Duty Block. maps. Block. Yeah. It's like, Block I remember them because of... I played that game so much, but, like, they're not... Halo is even worse. Halo's completely like pinnacle. Well, but but Halo has Halo gets really creative with it and to the yeah. point where like Blood Gulch, you're not gonna forget Blood Gulch because it's just so like unique True. and like creative as opposed to the ones that are like kind of generic but not just like straight up like no, this is just house. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, okay, um, next question. We gotta wrap this up. We're getting yeah, long here. Pudding Man, what if there were alternative skins for your knife or more me- melee weapon choices? I mean, if you knife someone, it's already one shot, so why not add variety? I'm down. Yeah. Uh, Counter-Strike has this. It's a huge thing, but that's in Counter-Strike where you pull out your knife for the first 10 seconds of each round. Right, and you can like, to flick get somewhere it faster. Yeah. yeah. You flick it around. Everybody pulls out their knife because you get places faster when you have your knife out. Right. And so it's a huge thing in Counter-Strike to have this, like some cool knife. Yeah, give me alternative skins. I don't think I want like somebody like pulling out a mace or something. Like I think, oh, no, yeah, I want it to be a knife still. I think, but yeah, that's getting too crazy. I gotta be okay with like different like kinds of kinds blades of knives. and like. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like how far you could really take it, like and still like, like I wouldn't want somebody to have like a hatchet, right? Like I I want it to stick to pretty much it's a knife. And I want it to have the same animation every time I knife someone. I don't want yeah. that to change. And, and maybe you can take away the knife. You could do like fists and stuff. Maybe you could do like, um, like uh, what do they call them? Knuckles, Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, skins would be cool. It'd be way cool. Rush17 says that he loved the personal stories from the last episode because it helps them connect to us. So thank you. I actually, I liked telling them. I thought it was fun. Um, but he has a question. Do mute jammers still affect Blitz's flash shield? He played a game where he felt like it didn't work. Yes, it does, is your answer. Yep. It still does work. 
Um, what is the best use for your boy Maestro? Intel gathering and breach or pellet stopping power or zapping people? That's all um, you. I've done a Maestro uh, spotlight, haven't I? Or have I not? I think you did. I think I did. Because you talked about some of the objectives. I think I talked about them a really long time. Yeah. It depends sort of on the objective. Um, on Villa in the aviator room, I like to mostly use them to sort of like pester people and just to really be like eyes. Um, so I'll put them in like the study, I think is what that room is called. This, the, like just outside the aviator room. Yeah. And then one in the hallway so we can see them if they're coming up the stairs or we can see them down that hallway after they kill that main camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I'd like on that one, it's really more for Intel than for anything else. And then like to get some, some little ticky tack damage as they're coming in. Um, but on other objectives, it's really more about like stopping a hard breach, like on, uh, Oregon basement when they always want to breach that hatch, like hundred mm-hmm. percent, I'm going to stop the, the hatch breach there. Right. Cause if you can stop that, that's pretty, that's pretty solid. You've mm-hmm. got a good advantage at that point. Um, so it, it really depends on the objective, but, um, the biggest thing with Maestro, I think to be successful is to know when to get off your camera, like stay alive as long as you can make like making good use of your cameras, but know when to get off. Cause that guy has a gun that like needs to be shooting at people. Right. Right. Like that gun is just like thirsting for kills and your team needs it. And so like, um, you, you have to know like when it's time to get off and to, to put that thing to use. I love actually playing Clash when Ryan is playing Maestro because if you can get someone in between a Clash shield and a oh. Maestro, they don't know what to do. Right. Like, they're slow. They're getting shot by Maestro in the back, but Clash is also doing damage to them. Like, they turn around to face the Maestro. Clash can pull out her gun. Right. It's just, it's not good. Yeah. You get someone in between those two, it's dangerous. And I don't you think you've too much, but... The combo's great with uh, Legion as well. You get somebody mm-hmm. hit with a goo and they stop to pull it out and then you're getting the, the evil eye damage while they're pulling it out. So it's, it's really fun. Okay, last question from Rush17 as well. Um, get Flanked has been pushing this Nerf Ash narrative for the last week or so. I wonder if she's overpicked because of her gadget's ability to nullify most enemy gadgets. Could we possibly see a decrease in Ash selections if attackers knew how to properly utilize grenades for destroying gadgets? I mean, yeah and no. Like, grenades are good. He talks about how he uses grenades to try to get kills, which they are very good at doing. The reason why people use Ash's gadget is because you can literally be super, super, super far away and still have a perfect straight shot at certain right. gadgets or something right right and it, and you don't really have to like take a lot of time to aim like with the grenade you have to be really careful because if you mess up it'll bounce back you at have you to time right. it right yeah. right versus like with that thing you, you just peek the corner and you shoot it and then you're gonna hit that shield or whatever it is you're going for exactly so it's a good utility i don't think it does get hit by um jaeger's ads mm-hmm. it gets taken out by that but it's like i don't think she needs to be nerfed like yeah i know she's picked a ton and I know she her win rate's pretty good, but I think that's just because she's comfortable to play. Yeah, I so, really don't think she's overpowered. She doesn't bug me, honestly. Right? Yeah, I've, she's I've picked I've all never the time. Felt and she like, doesn't bug me. I've never felt like we lost because Ash was too Ash, right? No. Like, um, and like I've I've listened to some of Get Flank stuff this past like week or two where he's been talking a lot about nerfing Ash, and I I just don't agree. Like, I think her pick, like we talked about this last week, that her pick rate is super high, and I think it's just because she's fun to play and yeah. because people like her. Right. Not be, her utility is not actually used that often. Like it's really it's used not. against the castle barricades, but it's not actually utilized like it should be a lot of the time. Right. Like it's like the way I use it at least is like when we're sort of like at a stalemate, like locked down, and it's like 
okay, well, I'm just going to open up part of the walls going in, like, like so, like, for example, we're in, we're in bank attacking CEO, and we're sort of, like, locked down on that, like, balcony in the lobby, mm-hmm. and we can't really get in. It's like, well, I'm just going to open up the walls that go into the actual CEO's office so they just can't hide anymore. Right. Right. And, like, we're opening up for glass, right? We do this all the time where it's like, okay, I'm just going to open up some walls for you here who's glass out on the parking lot, and now you can see way more of the objective. Yeah. And I don't have to get in there and, like, get get at risk of being killed right she used to be used a lot to like take down barricades from far away and people learned that was back in like beta right people learned like oh you just shoot those with your gun yeah and they break down real easy yeah but yeah most of the time people don't really use her no she's just comfortable because she's she has pretty good guns and she's comfortable to play she's fast right it's like and i I think not that bad i think the qec spamming is a thing like the crouch lane spamming i think i would say so with clash that's more of a problem correct um and that's gonna fix a lot of things i think that will fix a good amount i'm excited for this invitation which is on february 18th is it february something coming up two weeks yeah yeah but anyway i'm excited for that to see like what information they have for us yeah and i I just think like ash is really the only three speed attacker like with pretty good guns right like Because, like, if you made Twitch a three-speed, I guarantee you Twitch would be way picked over over Ash. Oh, guaranteed. With her F2. her F2 is way, way, way good. It's super good. And, oh, yeah. like, and her, her drones her are way better. super good. Right. Yeah. So, like, she would be picked way more than Ash. Oh, yeah. If she was a three-speed. Um, IQ's guns are just not that good. Like, they're okay. They, like, they pass. Yeah. They work. But, like, compared to the R4C or even the, the G36, like, right. they're just not as good. Capitao. Capital's guns are like infinitely Yeah, the like Parabellum, yeah. They're very bad. Um, Wait, that's not para, what it's called. Para, para 308. 308. Thank you. <laughs> what other three speeds are there? Um, Maverick. Is Maverick and Maverick speed? has picked quite a bit. Like, oh, I can't remember where he was on that graph last time. But like, his guns are pretty good and he's a three speed. And like, I think he gets picked for that actually quite often. Yeah. Um, I, I'd agree. I think it's, his guns are pretty good. I love, I like his guns. I like Maverick a lot. I bought him recently. I love maverick maverick's good i think i think maverick struggles a little bit more on pick and win rate because people uh don't quite know how to like people people make mistakes with him more Mm -hmm. often that will make you die make you lose yeah and so like like if you just played him the same way you would play ash then actually he would be probably a better pick than ash in most cases um but i don't know like i I just i don't think she's a problem maverick is a three speed right Mm -hmm. yeah Anyway, yeah, I don't think she needs to be nerfed. In all honesty, she's fine. She's just comfortable. But I don't. I've never ever felt like she's OP. She's picked all the time, and I've never felt like, oh, Ash is so OP. And the QEC spamming, like I understand that a little bit with Ash, but like, yeah. still, let us know what you think because I know a lot of people are like very passionate about Ash one way or the other. So mm-hmm. send in what your thoughts are on Ash, whether or not she needs a nerf, or if she does need a nerf, how you fix her. I actually, I do like some of Gitflink's suggestions of how he would fix her. Um, if he did, um, mostly he's, he's about like adding a little extra recoil to the R4C and just like sort of nerfing that a tiny bit, which like, that's fine, but I just don't think she's a problem. Um, anyway, that's it for listener questions. If you guys have questions you want to hear on the next podcast, send those into our discord channel, which you can find on the show notes or on our Twitter, which is at R6 unrenowned. Even if you don't have a question, join the Discord because the Discord's super fun. Lots of people there. Lots of Siege talk. Lots of uh, playing games together. So that's super fun. If you want to follow us, you can follow me on YouTube and Twitch at VG Fiasco. I am on the same platforms as Just Flow with three O's. 
Just hello with three O's. Just okay. Thanks so much for listening, guys. It's so fun to have you guys, and we love all your questions. Sorry we can't get to all of them all the time. There's there's a lot of questions now, which is great. Which that just means we get to filter to the very best and make the podcast even better. Yeah, keep the questions coming that are like random questions about random stuff because it's actually really fun to answer. Random question. That's a story we should tell sometime. Okay, I. It's not. I. <laughs> we need to tell that story. Random I question. I want to make my case. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> goodbye. 